This is Cole. Learn how to tell stories and watch it. My God. <laughs> You're so vicious, so hard. And this is Ron. Yes. I hate your guts. Oh, that's a lie. That's a lie right there. Oh, desperation is a stinky cologne. We are the creative team. Oh, my God. I quit. Well, it's the big hoe. Did you really just book that? <laughs> Michael Jordan and The Undertaker. Oh, uh, in your face. One of them has 30 years, and the other one is just Michael Jordan. Woo! Welcome back to another exciting episode of... The Creative Team. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another exciting episode of... The Creative Team. I am your host, Cole Dawson, and with me as always, my hashtag team partner, Ron Kilborn, Ronald. How the heck are you today, bud? It is a hot <laughs> summer Sunday in Moreno Valley, California, Colseth. I am uh, sweating bullets. I just came from hiking, and it was not the greatest decision on my part, but it's also the greatest decision on my part. How is your morning, and how is your weekend, sir? Uh, you know, weekend's been uh, a little bit interesting. My, I, I had to get my eyes checked. I've needed to get my eyes checked for probably the last, I don't know, six or eight years, maybe? Since I've actually had my eyes checked because I've been slacking on that. But uh, one of my barbershop brethren is an eye doctor. Um, but he operates out of Los Angeles in Koreatown. So it was an adventure yesterday just to get my eyes checked. But, uh, you know, Dr. Chen, good old Dixon Chen here, I highly recommend him. We'll give him a little plug. He uh, really gives a shit about his patients. And so, like, you know, after seeing multiple posts about how you know, so he's helped patients like discover they they had real issues going on and, uh, you know, ended up saving some lives and stuff like that. You go because he doesn't just let things go or just push you out the door. I said, you know what? If I got to see an eye doctor, I'm going to go see my guy. But a couple weeks ago, I had an issue like my eyes just like I, I, I lost. I didn't lose my vision, but everything got real blurry real quick. Like I couldn't read this my TV screen, which is. 15 feet away from me and uh it it, it started to worry me because my vision got like decidedly worse overnight and it was like 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 one day i could read the next day like it was just a fuzzball and i had to like put my lean my glasses like sideways like almost 45 degree angle to be able to see the tv so i immediately was like hey should i be worried <laughs> and he was like, ah, I don't know. That's really strange. Like maybe get, you know, get some eye drops, do this, do that. And I did. And it got better, but, uh, I had a little bit of a panic there for a day. I thought maybe, oh, great. I'm just going to go blind here in two weeks. This is not great, but, uh, all is well. My eyeball health is absolutely picture perfect other than I can't see far. So I got some new glasses. Ooh, very stylish. Well, hey, getting old sucks, and uh, maybe that's just a, a you know, <laughs> maybe that's just something we have to worry about now. And it's funny because I also shared a laugh with you via text message because I, I too had a doctor's appointment for the eyes yesterday, <laughs> and uh, you know, my, mine wasn't uh, really related to any sort of emergency. I was just checking on things. Uh, I got the old uh, thumbs up. They're like, hey, you probably smoke weed, right? Yeah, why? Well, it's because your eyes show significant signs of this, of A, B, and C, and it's really helping you yeah. out. I was like, so you're, so you're, uh, so you're saying so we should continue to smoke weed? Smoking the weeds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I find this common in all pot smokers. So you know, do your thing. I'm like, wow, you're way cooler than my primary. Um, yes. 
Yeah, we, I mean, I don't know a better transition because, Cole, we're talking about eye doctors and having healthy eyes, and they, you need healthy eyes to be able to do what we're talking about today. Yeah, and that was my biggest issue. I'm video gaming last week, and I couldn't read players' names or the prompts on the screen to continue the story. I'm like, what the fuck does that say? Oh. I'm like trying to play Jurassic World, and it's telling me what I'm supposed to do, and I have to get like five inches from the TV <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh that is a glimpse to uh 90s old people life like just just <laughs> inches in front of the tv you know back in the day your yeah. parents said that this would make you go blind well now i'm blind and now i have to do this in order to see the tv yes. oh my goodness well yo, you, you back, said it back when people used to not want to wear glasses because of things I, you know for all the talk of that that the world is falling apart or going to shit like people are much more accepting of all things these days and i think we're heading in the right direction sort of but like glasses don't have the same stigma anymore lots of things like that don't have the same stigma anymore you know go get help you need to talk to someone no one's gonna make funny anymore it's a good time to be alive honestly yeah it's great you know anybody can be bald with glasses and a van with a with some candy and they'll be totally accepted maybe don't have that exact combination of things but uh, uh we can have more stings ass talk this week. <laughs> oh yeah, before we dive into games, Cole, fun and games were had last week, and we just like to thank Charles DJ Barbecue for joining us last week because he was uh, in case of emergency break last guest, and uh, you know we got to have him on more often, and uh, and it's because of that emergency we had one of the funniest uh, episodes of uh, our existence, and uh, I can't wait to do it again. <laughs> it was fun too because you were. You were in a mood, you know, last last recording session. Yeah. When I have when I have alcohol, I'm not scared of shit. <laughs> I was like, we we dabbled on politics a little bit. We talked about murder. Yeah. <laughs> Made jokes about downhill wheelchair racing. Yeah. Con uh, uh, country country <laughs> tragedies, uh yes. terrorist attacks. Oh. Yeah. Good times. Well, today we're just talking about good, clean, harmless fun, all the video games that we love. Because today we are doing our top 10 professional wrestling video games of all the time. Yes, Cole, we're tiptoeing around 40 years old and we're still talking about video yes. games and still playing them today. Uh, yes. You know, they, they consume whatever me time I have left. Um, and, uh, you know, yeah, after the kids and the wife and the job and the recording and the <laughs> yeah, I can squeeze in twenty minutes of a Zelda level and uh, you know, but really I can spend the most time and get the most out of wrestling games just because matches are short and you know I can progress a storyline or whatever I'm doing, yeah. create a wrestler that takes forever. Now we'll get into that as we talk, but yeah, video yes. games since since my wrestling fandom they've uh, the wrestling video games have always been there way from uh playing as starman on uh on nintendo nes uh we got Super, yes. we're gonna talk about super nintendo we're gonna talk about sega we're gonna talk about all the current consoles we're gonna talk about everything cool at least i am i don't know what oh yeah i don't know where you're going I, and that's the beauty of this because i think yes. you and i are on the opposite ends of the spectrum as far as how we consume our wrestling video games so it's gonna be a great topic of discussion today True, true. Because, I mean, there are lots of people uh, that like to play wrestling video games, kind of a, a more arcade style where they just like playing the game, like like doing matches and having fun. 
Whereas I am more, uh, when I play video games in general, I need a goal. Like I need something that I'm working towards. And so like I lean more towards like sports games or stuff like that because there's always going to be an end of the season and then the next season. Like it, there's always something to continue to keep my interest. And that's like, I've been playing the Jurassic World Evolution game. That's probably not a game that's for everybody in video gaming because you're just you're building dinosaur pins and and locking dinosaurs up and trying to keep them happy so they don't break out and eat all your part your patrons that come to your park. You know, it's it's just a park building game and it's fun. I have goals. You know, so I like a wrestling game that has a story mode or has a, a, a promoter mode, whereas some people just like to mash buttons and make it like Mortal Kombat. And that's fine. That's the beauty of entertainment. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. And with my criteria, I have a plethora of, of games. I, I, too, enjoy the story mode aspect. Once the story mode is kind of wrapped up for me, that's where I'm kind of lost on the game. The re Unless the replay value of the story mode itself is so juicy. Yeah. And there are a few games with that. But uh, if I don't have like a player two in the house to play with, the game's pretty much done in my eyes. If I once I get yeah. once I get past the single player campaign, but a lot of the a lot of the recent games they kind of intertwine together, and I really don't go that recent with my top ten. But uh, there are a couple of gems in here that I don't think you'll be talking about, and I'm pretty. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I'm pretty. We'll match on a few of these. I'm going all the way back to the arcade. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I don't have. I'll just do it as an honorable mention right now. There is a uh, a phone app that is just one of those. They like they they took the two best things in life to me. Like it's it's like a gem matching game, right? And then it's professional wrestling, and there's always a new wrestler. They're dropping weekly. They're dropping a new one or two or three new wrestlers to keep you hooked and keep you spending money, assholes. This game is a money pit. It's an it's just a, a bottomless money pit at that. Uh, but I, I have I have at times indulged in the money pit and it's a it's a bad, terrible thing. But WWE Champions, super awesome game. You know, if you just want to have mindless fun for 20 minutes when you're taking a shit, you play some WWE Champions, you're good to go. Yeah. And uh, I'll give uh, I'll give a second to give the give flowers to uh, the most recent uh wwe game it's not going to be on any of our list i'm sure but i will say that i think 2k finally figured it out uh it's still not the greatest game in the world but they finally fixed the mechanics of their of their gameplay and i feel like it's a whole game now the problem is they're going to put out a carbon copy of that for the next 10 years instead of just you know wwe just needs to switch manufacturers and just do something completely different <laughs> uh because the same game every year is starting to get stale which is why we're not going to be talking at least i'm not about uh, wwe product games of the last 10 years uh it seems yeah me either yeah me either i i like some of the features that it has the pro like for me the problem is just that um 2k is always been inferior to ea is just the way it is i know everyone wants to act like 2k's cool shit but it sucks it like, looks frankly. magnificent it just <laughs> yeah, plays it like, like shit but like like they have the um the thing that i love which would be the thing that keeps me coming back a couple years ago they nailed it they got it absolutely perfect and then they ruined it since then is the like the in the most current game it's called wwe universe mode so you create your own wwe universe you can have you can make a promotion for six days out of the week, and then on Sundays you have the pay per views for 
whatever the promotions are. And that's the most fun for me. I go through, I make rosters for six different freaking shows. They're all unique. They all have their own style, their own, you know, it's it's ECW and New Japan and then and whatever else. So you can create six different promotions. And then I love that you can go online and download other people's creations so I don't have to spend a thousand hours creating all the creator wrestlers that I want in my game. Um, I could just make little tweaks. But then, I, you know, I could just I can make the shows and build up to the pay-per-view. I, and like a real booker, I can decide who wins, who loses, who's the champions. It's so much fun. That, for me, I could do mindlessly until the end of time because it's always continuing. I get to continue the storylines. I get to keep booking. It gets to keep going. That's the kind of thing I love in a wrestling game. But 2K sucks, and you try to play that, and it crashes every other fucking game. And like every other week it crashes, you can't play. And it's just, it sucks. It sucks. So 2K can suck a fat one. Yeah, it's unfortunate. A lot of great features uh, that they still use today that uh, had me keep coming back. And we're going to talk about some of the ones that originated those features. Uh, but I'll, let's dive into it, Cole. I'm going to go with my number 10. I know, we could preamble on this forever. <laughs> I know. I know. It's going to make me want to play video games after <laughs> we're done. But uh, my number 10 and this is not going to be on anyone's list for any other reason other than nostalgia. And for me, when I graduated elementary school in 1998, I received this console with this video game. And to my knowledge, this is the first time I've ever been able to create a wrestler in a video game. And I'm talking about WWF Warzone, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness. Hindsight, go back and look at this game. Not a pretty sight. But at 12 years old, for the graphics at those times, it might as well be PS5 today. Uh, right. But uh, not a perfect game by any means of the imagination, but it killed a lot of hours of my day every day when I was 12, and I think it's an appropriate subject for my number 10. Yeah, see, this is where we're going to have interesting lists because, like, I didn't have a PlayStation. I didn't get off of Nintendo until I was, like, in my 20s so like my first i didn't have a playstation one the first one i got was a playstation 2 and i was definitely in my 20s um so i there's like a it, basically there's nintendo 64 gamecube did absolutely nothing for wrestling games except for make the worst fucking video games of all time and then like there's playstation 3 hold, like hold, so hold on hold on hold on we, now we gotta we gotta do some more preamble or call audibles whatever <laughs> we're doing you didn't like any of the gamecube games you didn't like day of reckoning i probably didn't even i don't remember which one day of reckoning was i just remember there were like two gamecube wwf games in a row uh-huh. that had nothing to do with wrestling like you ran around in the in the locker room and in the backstage <laughs> area and fought people and like there was no wrestling matches and like no story mode and nothing and so i like gave up because i think that's about the point when i did get a playstation mm-hmm. and there was a game that came out that we're going to talk about later so i'll leave that out for now and i gave up on gamecube like okay yeah. Well, continue. Yes, I I also skipped GameCube. That's why when I got N sixty four in the Warzone game, the floodgates yeah. opened. I don't remember Warzone. Really? That's the one with Stone yeah. Cold on the cover. That's the one where like you pick you pick the wrestler, and then they have the weird animation and the weird line that they say. I remember uh, distinctively. British Bulldog had the dumbest line ever, and he says, "My bite is worse than my bark." 
<laughs> yeah, it was it was the first like WWF N sixty four game I recall. It, it had Ahmed Johnson. It, 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 uh, it had. Uh, I, I remember there was a game with Ahmed Johnson. I don't particularly remember liking the game. Yeah, no, like that's. I'm sure I played it, but it's not great. But it, yeah. it, it it's a nostalgia sandwich for me. Sweet. Okay. So speaking of the most nostalgia you could possibly have, we're going all the way back to like age, I don't know, eight, nine, ten year old me going to the bowling alleys on Monday night with my parents when they didn't have a babysitter for us and going to the arcade and playing WrestleFest, ladies and gentlemen, WWF WrestleFest, the arcade game. Uh, this is like the first wrestling game where the wrestlers looked kind of real. Like they, they, they weren't like pixelated. They looked fairly real. There were pretty good graphics on the arcade game considering what NES and even Super Nintendo were back in the day. WrestleFest was a lot of fun. You know, you spent $5 and uh, you had fun for a couple hours. It was good times. I love it. it, it but it's, you know, it's as arcade as it gets because it's literally the arcade game. So it's just punch and kick and throw and mash buttons and beat your guy. But it was hours of fun instead of having to watch my parents bowl in their bowling league back in the day. So that's a, that's, my number that's a solid pick and I have no words for it yet. My number nine, <laughs> my number nine, we're going all the way back to Sega Genesis, ladies and gentlemen. And that's what the, that's the system it was for me at the time. And uh, this was back when, Mortal Kombat was a thing, Street Fighter was a thing, and when Mortal Kombat came out, it was really groundbreaking because they actually took images of people, and yes. we didn't know what they were at the time, but they were essentially GIF animations that you would, that you would, you know, prompt with, you know, clicking your controller. So WWF decided to do that same concept with their very amazing and time-consuming WWF the arcade game. My goodness, Cole, did you ever get to uh, actually cut people with razors as Razor Ramon or get that giant mallet as Doink the Clown and just bash The Undertaker in as he throws spirits at you? I, I certainly did. Uh, this game did not make my final cut. I remember, uh, I mean, it's like right there on the edge of the honorable mentions. So it's super fun. It's cheesy. It's over the top. It was like the PG version of Mortal Kombat because there wasn't blood flying everywhere and you didn't get to rip anyone's heads off or throw them into a bed of spikes. But it was silly fun. I, Doink the Clown with the Mallet was my favorite thing maybe ever. And so absolutely I enjoyed this game. I played it. But uh, just just didn't make my top ten. When Yokozuna does the bonsai drop, he do, he, he'll he do it from on the top rope and just fly across the ring wherever you are. He's a heat-seeking bonsai drop. It'll always hit you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful stuff there. So that's going to bring me all the way back to NES. We're going to stay on NES for a while on my list. I'm just going to tell you, I loved all of these games as a kid. Well, I'm kicking it off. This was kind of the first one where there was a little bit of a story mode in WWF King of the Ring. So you could actually get into the tournament and you'd go through the tournament and they kept track of it. I mean, the, the games before that had like the road to the champion type thing. And so you'd start out with Brutus Beefcake and work your way up to Andre the Giant kind of thing. But but the King of the Ring was cool because you do the, the qualifying tournament and it had all the, the, the fun modes. But I loved King of the Ring because Bret Hart was the King of the Ring. 
And so, like, this was all my thing. I absolutely love this game. I spent hours playing it. And in its, you know, it 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 was like the first step in that direction of being able to to kind of build a storyline through video gaming. So my number nine, King of the Ring, NES. That is awesome. You know, I think that game probably eluded me. I don't think I started actually playing game uh, wrestling games until Super Nintendo, and maybe someone had a wrestling game for NES itself. I remember Starman very vividly. Yes. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna have to go look that up on YouTube or something. But um, it's yeah, it's super fun. Yeah, I I love it. It's got Brett and Razor, and and it's yeah, it's like the last game before Super Nintendo. Ooh, so awesome times. Oh well, speaking of awesome times, you mentioned it. I'm so glad you did. I didn't think we were gonna. I didn't think both of us were gonna talk about it. And it sounds like it's both gonna make. It's gonna make the final list. But I have spent so much of my parents' money on WrestleFest, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it was appointment. Uh, footing for uh, any time we arrived at Castle Park. Uh, it's still at Castle Park to this day. Uh, and any time we went to the arcade portion of Castle Park... Every- oh, shit. They still have a WrestleFest oh, arcade game Oh, yes. Yes, in, like, the oh, retro God. area. There's, like, a smaller little retro room where it's not just the ticket shits and, like, whatever oh, nice. whatever arcade still stands, and one of them happens to be WrestleFest. And it's pretty much oh. the... You know, if you have an excuse to go, it's the real only reason I walk into that arcade. But that's beautiful. I'm gonna do that next time I'm at my Castle Park. You absolutely should. And if I have, and if I happen to be wrong, I'm gonna be sad. Uh, <laughs> this was a couple years ago. But anyway, um, it's okay. Yeah, uh, I spent so much money. Uh, Jake the Snake and Big Boss Man were my tag team. Uh, I would never, ever, ever beat the Legion of Doom ever because that was like the boss level. But when I finally did one at one point, like years later, it was like such a triumphant celebration moment for me. And it was like one of yes. those reality check moments where you kind of like, you know, after you get out of it, you look around, no one gives a shit. So it's like, <laughs> you're in your own little bubble. You're in your own little bubble celebrating all of a sudden like, oh, back to reality. I'm just playing a video game. But yeah, WrestleFest yes. brought back so many memories. Uh, my midlife crisis purchase is going to be that in my uh, man cave at, at some point in my life. But uh, I'm glad it's making the final list. Go out of your way, someone, to go and seek that machine out and have some fun. So with that said, have you checked out the new WrestleFest game that just dropped on PlayStation and the new gen whatevers? Uh, are you talking about the one that was like being crowdfunded forever and you and DJ Barbecue were uh, promoting on uh, other? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I own it. I-, I played it. It 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 happened. <laughs> Uh, just doesn't didn't quite scratch that itch for you. I mean, it did. It, it scratched it, but it just made me want to go seek out WrestleFest. Yeah, yeah, because it's you know, it's less than. I think it's the. It's... <laughs> well, I don't know if it's less than. I just think like if you're gonna play a game that limited, it's got to be the joysticks and the buttons, and it's got to be stand up. Right. I can't. Right. I can't sit there and just mindlessly play it. I don't know. Maybe I'm just weird. No, you're not weird because I didn't even give it a look. Like, oh. I mean, I looked at it. I looked at it, but there was no way I was gonna buy it. I'm like. There's no way this this game's gonna be fun for me for ten minutes and then I'm done with it. That's exactly right. Kind of, yeah, kind of like the AEW game. I don't know if that's making your list, but <laughs> it's not making the list. Uh, I'm about sixty matches away from unlocking Owen Hart, and uh, uh, you're never unlocking. I'm Owen never Hart. unlocking Owen Hart, and when I do, I'm just gonna be so sick of, of. I'm gonna be so sick of playing matches, but I don't even want to play as Owen Hart. <laughs> right, and it, I mean, I don't. We'll get into it. We'll figure. We'll get there towards the end. Uh, but that brings me to my number eight. Like I messed up on my list, so I, I'm I'm having difficulty. 
But staying with NES, I, I've got three in a row. Here it is, WWF Steel Cage Challenge wow. on NES. Fucking awesome. It was the first time that there was a steel cage in the game. And so you have to knock your opponent down, and then you could go to the cage, and you had to mash buttons, and you'd climb slow as shit. And if your opponent, it was super easy to get to knock you down off the cage. I think WrestleFest so, had a cage match, if I'm not mistaken. It's po- it's very possible, but but this uh, is a very this is a home first home console where we got a cage. Yes, yes, home console where we got steel cage for sure. But this game I probably played the most out of the NES games. Although it's not my favorite, just because of nostalgia. But like I loved Steel Cage Challenge, another one where Bret Hart was, you know, kind of the focus. This was a little bit later in the game. Like it, it, it's just so much fun that like the the, the button mashing. It's really tense <laughs> because you have to really beat your opponent down to be able to actually escape the cage. Um, but once you finally do, like it's like ah, that moment in video games was fucking awesome. So. Absolutely love Steel Cage Challenge. It was a lot of fun, and uh, this list is making me happy. This list is making me happy, too, because, you know, all of our nostalgia as 90s kids, essentially, is video games. That's where the big boom really took off, and, you know, uh, that's also when the another boom of the wrestling business took off. And, you know, video games were very prevalent in our childhood, and uh, that Steel Cage game is very groundbreaking. Speaking of groundbreaking... I talked about why I love the single-player campaigns in the recent games earlier, and this is about as far back as we're going to get because, actually, no, uh, I got another recent one, but this is we're going back 10 years, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, the PS3, Xbox One, whatever you want to call it, but the first time they debuted the showcase uh, in the wrestling games, and this is before 2K took over, this was the THQ era, but WWE 13, this is the one with CM Punk on the cover. They had a single-player campaign called Attitude Era Mode. And uh, what they did is they took all the stars of the Attitude Era and had single-player campaigns for each of them. And you had to do certain goals in the game that actually happened in real life to prompt a cutscene where they would actually have the voiceovers and the sounds of the crowd. This is back when JR was in Good With The Company and his and his audio yeah, bites yeah. were allowed in the game. This is where Mike Kyoto's face wasn't blurred out in the games. This is back when everyone got along and we, we got to actually experience nostalgia via a single-player yeah. campaign story mode in the game. And they had they had uh, the DX campaign. They had the uh, the... The Kane Undertaker storyline they had, and they did it perfectly. And it was the first time they ever done it. I just it it the replay replay value today for me with that concept is second to none. And this was the game where they debuted it. But later I'm going to talk about the game where they absolutely perfected it. My number seven, WWE 13. Yeah, see, this is when I had already checked out of wrestling video games for a very long time. Um, like I. I just thought like Raw versus SmackDown games sucked a fat one. Like I thought they were they just weren't any good. And so like I just kind of gave up on wrestling games for a very long time. And then when I found out like like 2K or wherever, even I think even before 2K took over, they had like the my universe mode and whatnot. So but like, there were some there were other better wrestling games that were coming out. So I just stayed away from WWE stuff. But that sounds fantastic. That sounds like something I'd be into and would get me through because I can, you know, if I've got story modes for all the characters, then automatically there's replay replay value. So that's what I I look for most in any video game is that I'm going to be able to play this over and over again, or at least I'm going to get 
hours out of this game to get through the campaign mode. Something either one is good. Either one is good. So, uh, yeah, WrestleMania WWE 13. Cool. My number seven. Oh, this one's this one's my favorite because this one played the wrestlers' music kind of in eight bit mode. So the match would be going on, and you'd get ravishing Rick Rude's music. You get Andre's kind, you know, made up music. You get Brutus the Barber Beefcake. It was so much fun. It was cheesy. This one actually was like the first game where it had like their real moves. You could do the Rude Awakening. You'd do the big boot. You could, you know, grab and choke with Andre. I'm talking about WWF WrestleMania Challenge. Super fun. I played this game over and over again for hours and hours. And this was also one where they, the first time they had like a, a road to the championship. So you could do somewhat of a campaign mode and you'd start, you'd beat everyone and lose to Andre because fucking Andre was always impossible. And so, like, uh, yeah. WWF WrestleMania Challenge. Yes, uh, and you know it's not the same game, but it's the same concept. So I'm just gonna lean right into my number six and talk about this as a whole because like a series of these games came out, yeah. like one after the other, and it and this is back when you know it was okay for WWF to put out carbon copies of the previous video games because you know it was so new at the time. But uh, yes. I'm gonna talk about uh, WWF Raw for Super Nintendo. Uh, this is when they they had Owen Hart in the game. It was uh, they they had the eight bit music. Um, they had they had the little uh, single player campaign. It was the first time I got to play as Bam Bam Bigelow uh, in a video game. Yes. That was fun. You get to play as Luna Vachon. There was intergender wrestling uh, in this game. Dwayne yeah, the Clown yeah. was in this game, and it wasn't silly. The only thing that was silly is that any time like you would accidentally hit the referee, they would just stay down forever. Uh, and just like in you know, just like in the angles and in wrestling themselves, and then when they would pick up the chairs, they would hold it way over their head instead of just kind of like you know yeah, yeah. normal. But uh, yeah, those Super Nintendo games where they would actually like have sound like you know with the music and and it it really stepped up graphically for what it was at the time too. I was below ten years old, so yes. you know I was impressed. But yeah, my number six, just like your uh, WrestleMania classic. WWF Raw for Super Nintendo. I don't have Raw, but I I do have a Super Nintendo game. This is maybe my like just favorite wrestling video game ever. Like this was the first one that really got me that I played for. You could tell this <laughs> subject means a lot to you because every single entrant has been your favorite. Right. <laughs> uh. This one is actually my favorite. Like all the other ones were super fun, and they they added something that wasn't there. But the WWE Royal Rumble, yes, is just amaze balls. Like you, like the way that you had to throw guys out of the ring was awesome. Just like, a giant hip a toss. Fight. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it was so much fun. Like I played this game for for probably two years. Non, like I didn't even play any other wrestling games besides this one. Like and I like I I know I I dabbled in the other super nintendo video games but this was it for me royal rumble was so much fun this was one like even my my like um a kid that grew up next door to me eric was like my best was my best friend from like eight till we like hit high school and whatnot and but he was a his dad was an every other weekend dad you know kind of thing so every other weekend we'd go and they'd always take us to like blockbuster and we'd rent a movie and a video game and like Every other time we'd rent Royal Rumble. <laughs> rent it so many times you could have just bought it. 
Yeah, I think they finally broke down and bought the game because they're like, "We you rent this game every other time we come here. Let's just buy the game, okay?" But like, we it, it was so much fun. Like, it, and this is a game that's fun for everyone, not just wrestling fans. I think because I think the gameplay was just so over the top and fun. Like the the whole Royal Rumble idea was great, but the fact that you could have a match with. 20 people all of a sudden finally like oh my god this is amazing yeah and, and uh, uh when, and it's the first game i recall where like everyone every wrestling game i've ever had that everyone had the same move set but this is right. where everyone had the same move set but you can they had finishers you can you can earn a finisher yes. and actually do it and i thought that was challenging and fun and when i mastered it i w- felt like i was on top of the world so i'm glad yes. i'm glad we're going back to the super nintendo era but uh you know i alluded to it i well no uh, I alluded, I alluded to it earlier, but uh, when I talked about the showcase debuting in WWE 13, that's where it debuted, and I said that uh, later on they perfected it. This is the game where they perfected it. But my number five is WWE 2K16, and this is only in here because of the campaign that they brought to the dance. And I'm talking about the Stone Cold Steve Austin campaign, ladies and gentlemen. They did a magnificent job with this campaign because they go all the way back to stunning Steve Austin. They they yes. they take you through him versus Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. They have you leave and get fired from WCW and have a match with, with Mikey Whipwreck in ECW. They have you go as the ringmaster. They have you transition into Stone Cold. They take you on his entire journey and have you play actual moments from his career and all the way up until he retires. And it's one of the most start-to-finish, beautifully done tributes to a wrestler that a video game has ever captured, in my opinion. And it's the only reason why a game as recent as this one is so high up on this list. I, I wish they would do that for like a Bret Hart and a Hulk Hogan, like that would be so much fun to go through those careers. Like Austin, that's great. The fact that you get to start out as stunning Steve already makes me want to play the video game. You play the WrestleMania 13 match against Bret Hart and that just those cutscenes on their own are amazing. Yeah. See that all sounds amazing. I would love to do that. There's, there's a handful of guys that would be super fun. To do that with like a Ric Flair or, uh, you know, because because they own everything now, too. Yeah. So 2K22, like, Rey Mysterio showcase is fantastic. John Cena's this yes. this past game was fantastic. The only thing that keeps me coming back to these recent games are the showcase modes. They do such a great job with them. Yeah, that sounds like a blast. I might have to actually do that. Figure it out. I recommend I it. Have. Yeah. So. For me, my number five, this was kind of the very first time that they had a full long-term story mode. And I was at first, this is the reason my list is all fucked up, by the way, because at first I decided I was only going to pick one of the WWF N64 games because they were, they, you know, because it's this thing. But then I went, you know what? They're two completely different games. So WrestleMania 2000 is my number five. I love this fucking game. So you played, this was like the first road to WrestleMania game. So you would start like the day after WrestleMania with your creative character and you would go all the way up to the next WrestleMania. But what was great about this game, what's great about this mode, what still would make it entertaining today is that no matter what happens, it continues the storyline. So if you keep losing matches, 
you end up wrestling for like the hardcore title at the WrestleMania the next year. But if you win all year and you destroy the Royal Rumble and you do all that, guess what? You're in the main event. But uh, you, you, I think you could lose enough where you're just like on Sunday night heat at the next WrestleMania even. So like, it's so great because based on how your performance is, that's where you end up like, oh my God, it's a pick your own adventure wrestling game almost. It's amazing. Wrestle- and, and then like the replay value of that is insane. Like I played WrestleMania, Road to WrestleMania probably a dozen times because it was just so much fun. There were so many different outcomes, so many different feuds that popped up. It was a completely unique story every single time. And it was fucking amazing. And I loved it. And it, it was like, to me, that was the, the setup for what wrestling games could be. So Yeah, the sandbox just adventure that is WrestleMania 2000 is what kept me coming back. And it's, it's you know, I have a retro station in my closet where all my old consoles are hooked up to my monitors. And one of those games is WrestleMania 2000. Didn't quite make my list because, you know, I also had the same conundrum. Uh, but I had to choose between two other games. Uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, at the end of the day, you went with both WWF games because you should. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I I had to choose between two, and I went with the other. And maybe you did too, but we'll see. But uh, WrestleMania 2000 just barely missed my list. But it might have to just squeak by on the final list just because of its status. And it was, uh, you know, I remember when I got it and just being just, super over the moon that Chris Jericho was in the game. Like he just, yes. he just barely got there to get in this game. And it was like such a treat to be able to play as him. So my number four, after the N64 phenomenon games happened, we started delving into the SmackDown series. That's when SmackDown one, two, three came out. I feel the culmination of those games happened with this very game. And you know, you will attest to this because we play this at nauseum in your own house, Cole. But I feel the culmination of the SmackDown games under T- under the THQ umbrella is SmackDown. Here comes the pain in 2002. This game is as stacked a roster as you'll get because, and we've talked about it, Cole. 2002 is probably the greatest roster in a while WWF has ever had because you had the Hogan's, you had the NWO, you had de- you yeah. just got Brock Lesnar, you had the Rock, Stone Cold, you had all of the, any variation of the Mount Rushmore's you can think of, plus Legends, plus ECW yeah. guys, plus the Ruthless Aggression guys, an up-and-coming John Cena, the, and they also had an in-depth story mode where you can pick literally anybody on the roster and it would fit them as the uh, person that you pick. You can do a creative wrestler. You can have Undertaker start from the bottom and go up. Depending on what the rating was uh, is when is how you know their place on the card was. So yeah. much like Road to WrestleMania and WrestleMania 2000, this was a single uh, like start-to-finish campaign, but it also had an algorithm where it kind of based your place on the card by your rating. Yeah. Yeah, so you could start higher up that rather than like if you did a creative wrestler guess what guy you're wrestling job guys you know yeah, like you're jerking yeah. the curtain kid yeah. yeah that's that's super fun like i said for me the the smackdown games were a miss for me like i know i played them and you know I, I, you and my brother played those more than i did for sure uh game even even when we did game here at the old uh, dawson house but uh yeah it, it's there's that probably is the best of the smackdown games i got no issue with that I think it'll be on the final list, probably. 
because you have to have a SmackDown game. I, I think just for the anthology of, you know, uh, of professional wrestling games. But I just, I don't know, like uh, the gameplay, the the controls, like I, th- I feel like No Mercy perfected it. It's the only reason that I've given AEW even like half a shot is because the gameplay is super simple. It's easy. It's fun. Like it took me two minutes to figure out how to play the AEW game. And then you were just off and running and destroying people and winning matches. Piece of cake. I love that. But uh, they didn't make my list. So here's one you probably don't have. Maybe. But this is like my wrestling nerd fan meets like everything I love about wrestling games. Cause they went a little more with the no mercy style of play, but then there were just endless amounts of storylines and they brought the territories to the game. I'm talking about legends of wrestling. It is super awesome. I fucking loved both of these games. I'm just going to go with the original, but this was cool. Cause you could go from territory to territory and you'd have a different storyline while you were in each territory. Like, I mean, you got to be Abdullah the Butcher and what the hell can, you know, you can't go wrong with Abdullah the Butcher. This is one I wish they would update and re-release on PlayStation, like, because this I would go back and play again. Um, But I absolutely love the Legends Wrestling game. Endless fun for me. Um, And that's, those games were out when SmackDown games were coming out. So I was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I love the game too. And it, it holds a special place in my heart because uh, this is the first time where they actually had actual names where you can pick a first name and pick a last name. Uh, and mm-hmm. the announcer would say it. And the uh, yes. commentators would say it. And this was back when I was beginning my wrestling adventure. And this is where I found the name Kilborn. I was like, that's oh, nice. cool. And then, and just you know, they had Ron because every game that would that would attempt to do this would use Ronald. Who the fuck would use yeah. Ronald as a wrestling name? Uh, but uh, yeah, Legends of Wrestling did not make my list. But I will say that uh, it was uh, it's 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 nice. It was nice to hear, but also uncomfortable to hear because they got Bobby Heenan to do the commentary for this game, mm-hmm. and this was way in you know after his diagnosis and his. Uh, speech change and that was kind of rough but it, like it's as far as a novelty thing having that wrestling yeah. game and having pretty much Bobby Heenan's last time on commentary be yeah. on a video game is quite something and I think I might have to go and dig that relic up on Mercari or eBay and uh, play that again <laughs> good times alright your number three my number three okay we're going back to N64 ladies and gentlemen and this was another you know, just time-consuming appointment. Like, after school, must play. Uh, even to this day, it's in my retro station, and I have to go back to the well and play it. And it's just it, it peak fandom for me. Like, But this is it. WCW versus NWO Revenge, ladies and gentlemen. I it's It was the first of its kind before WrestleMania 2000 and uh, No Mercy came out. It was the first time uh that this type of gameplay i was able to play and it just set the tone for how i wanted wrestling games to be going forward and you know <laughs> the it didn't have a creative mode a uh, creative player mode on here but you can like heavily alter the current wrestlers and uh one of my friends and uh a good buddy of ours uh you know a former guest of the show uh, Jer- uh ty matthews uh he thought this was the best story ever, but one of my friends just went into my game and just edited the names of everybody. 
Uh, when mm-hmm. I got back, uh, uh, Ray Mysterio's name was Hey Mysterio. Uh, <laughs> it was like it was like uh, Muff Bagwell, uh, <laughs> Scott uh, Scoot Snorton. Uh, oh. What else? Uh, Bulge Hogan. I, I Eric Bitchoff, but that's not that's not original. Everyone was calling him Bitchoff. Uh, yeah, yeah. I I can I can go on, but he basically did it to everybody. And I had to go in there and put it back to default, and uh, oh it, it pissed thirteen-year-old me off to, uh, to no end. But uh, yeah, my number three: WCW versus NWO Revenge. Sweet, because my number three is WCW versus NWO Revenge. Hey, we finally match match. Beautiful. Yeah, this game was endless fun, and uh, this was obviously the precursor to No Mercy and WrestleMania 2000 because WWE just like bought the companies and got them to make their video games. Like the, for me, raw was okay, but it was kind of the shits. And de- because the WCW games were so much better. And uh, I, this was one where I had to pick one of the two. And obviously the NWO one is the one that got the nod because it was, you know, more fun. It was better. I loved that these, the WCW, the original WCW games, I don't, I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was still in NWO, but it was the first time you could do a league. So you could do like the G1, you know, the G1 climax. You could do that kind of shit. And so you'd set it up and then you could do you did a round robin tournament. Everyone wrestled each other and then whoever had the most points made the finals. And then you did a tournament. It was so much fun. I could do that forever. Um but this is also one where they had like made up characters that looked like other wrestlers like Hayabusa and Abdullah the Butcher, Dr. Destiny Williams. Yeah. Yeah, they were in there but they weren't them. They were like you know <laughs> parodies parody names of those characters you know hannibal and shit like that it was a lot of fun i just like i loved the wcw game so much and then like once they went up when wwe took over ukes and thq went to wwf like those games they elevated it to the next level but wcw was like the first wrestling game where i i really was into it and there was a little bit of creativity involved and there's a little bit of booking involved so that was a lot of fun. It was like for me, Royal Rumble was the first one I played nonstop. And then the WCW games were like the next ones where I was super into them. And then we finally got W, you know, the WWF games kicking ass. So, well, we'll get there. But before we get there, uh, this is where I'm going to talk about a game that I'm sure is going to be on your radar and maybe number one. But uh, for me, my number two, ladies and gentlemen, is probably the most fun you'll have. If you lived through our era and you love the current games, this is a great mixture of both. This is a great mixture of like nostalgia and creativity along with the current roster of people. And it's literally, if you boil it down, if you pay, if you pay for all the extras, you can essentially, if you have the time and effort, you can create your own game from scratch, it seems, on this game. And I'm talking about the very recent Fire Pro Wrestling World, ladies and gentlemen. This game will not age. I, you cannot get sick of this game. It is one of those yeah. games where you'll go back to the well nonstop, no matter what mood you're in. If you want to watch a simulated match, if you want to play a story mode that's you know endless, if you want to just uh, put uh, matches on shuffle and, and uh, play as anybody, uh, if you want to just dive in and create an entire moveset of a wrestler that you created, uh, it's, it's endless if you are one of those... It's as close to like Minecraft and Sims and wrestling as you can get, where you can just completely strip down a video game 
And if you really want to dive into it, there's even hacks to where you can put your own music in it, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> create your own props. There is some artistry out there. And not, not even just the capabilities of the game, just the people that it inspires to spend as much time. Because I attempted to do just the facial structure of one of these things, and it is time-consuming. I know you've created moves, Cole. Uh, that is time-consuming. But it's just something about it. If you love wrestling video games and you love spending time on creating and actually seeing something other than just creating a wrestler as like your final product of what you made and actually spent time doing, this is the game to play. It always And it's going to be hard to beat this as far as like things to do for me. Absolutely. Um, you never actually dropped the name of the game, though. I did. I did. <laughs> During my whole rambling, I did say Fire Pro Wrestling World, but I will end it with my number two, Fire Pro Wrestling World. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, so absolutely, everything you said is is solid. Uh, I will dig in deeper when I get to there. Um, not like when I mean, we were spoiling everything now because we're at number two. Yeah. So my <laughs> number two is probably your number one just by process of elimination. So I think we match on the top three. Good to go. My number two, no fucking mercy, ladies and gentlemen. This was the one where we could finally create wrestlers like with detail. And, and I mean, this was literal years of fun not just hours like this game rolled the roost for years this one we definitely played together and uh, may or may not have hate quitted as rick flair was about to lose to the people's elbow uh, <laughs> i remember vividly i remember vividly uh putting chris jericho in a dress in front of candace and just getting <laughs> Every single belonging of hers thrown at me. Oh, that's a magical. Oh, yeah. No mercy, ladies and gentlemen. It's still to this day, as we talked about, people are trying to recreate the magic that was created by this game. I mean, this was just the this was the move set was expanded, but it was easy. It was so easy to implement all your moves and do all your stuff. But this was one of the first games where reversals started to become a big thing. And like this is the first time that wrestling matches in a video game really felt like wrestling matches and could be really entertaining and back and forth and dramatic. And and sometimes you'd get to the finish and you'd actually like just pop because it was so hard, you know, to get there and you finally won. Um, this this is like the perfect mat like perfect like balance between being an arcade game but also being story driven and and like a sports game like no mercy is just absolute perfection which is probably why aew the first thing he did was promise us a no mercy game um the problem is they 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 took out like a lot of the great stuff no mercy had <laughs> and it's like a stripped down version now they're promising us much like you talked about Fire Pro, well, it took three years for Fire Pro to get to the point that it was at, it is at now. Like they released the original game, and you could make you could create wrestlers, and then they added in you know stuff along the way to make it what it is today, like the World Sandbox Wrestling game. But No Mercy was great. I remember going online. This was like one of the first times you could go online and people would put their message boards up, like this is how you create this wrestler. Here's all the settings so you can go in here. And I mean, it was just so much fun. Uh, it, it it was the first, probably video game in general that like it it sur- it survived 
the the test of time for me. Like this kept being fun year after year after year after year. And even now I could probably go like we did. We went and played No Mercy a couple of weeks ago when Shane was down for WrestleMania and whatnot. So like we actually threw in No Mercy and played. It's super fun still to this day. And and in, in it is the engine basically that AEW has built their video gaming empire off of. So hopefully we get a little more Fire Pro action into the uh, the the game and it becomes game. But yeah, No Mercy is probably most people our ages number one. So yeah, not only is No No Mercy my number one, I you know it's it's an entire vibe and time period for me. I feel like this is where, like, this is the peak of the N64 era for wrestling games. This is as good as it gets. Uh, it's it's what I loved about uh, WCW versus NWO Revenge. Uh, it was the start of that, and then WrestleMania 2000 came out, and it was basically WWE, WCW versus NWO Revenge, but with WWE or WWF at the time. But then when No Mercy came out, they just added their little tweaks to it, they had ladder matches. Uh, instead of Road to WrestleMania, they just broke down each story mode between the, the titles. And even within those story modes for the titles, they had, like, blocks that you can guide through in order to, like, you know, oh, this is where I should lose so I can do another storyline. Or, hey, this is where I need to win in order to advance in this block. I love how they had choices for storyline blocks for every single title to make the story mode itself replayable. And Cole... Not to mention, I can't believe you didn't bring it up, but how about that main music soundtrack, baby? <laughs> dig, 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 the dig, 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 everything like you can play as naked may young you can moon people as as, (laughs) you can moon people as mr ass uh what else can you do you can play as paul bearer there's a hoe an actual hoe that you can play as and uh we've had a lot of funs with hoe on this podcast but uh yeah my number one solid for me is wwf no mercy for nintendo 64 yeah, it, it's no mercy is great, and and like I said, everyone our age has been clamoring for a game to capture our imaginations the way that No Mercy did, and it's gonna end up being probably number one on our list because it's more widespread, uh, you know, amongst wrestling fans. But for me, my number one is Fire Pro Wrestling, and it's for a lot of the reasons that Ron said there. Um, to me, this is the perfect wrestling game now. This one, the controls take a minute. Like it takes a minute to figure out how to play the wrestling matches. So you need to go through the. If you're gonna get this game, you want to check it out after hearing this. You absolutely need to play through the learning stuff. You need to learn the curve on this game, or you're gonna hate it, and you're gonna end up like a lot of people only simulating matches. But this is one of those where. The, the style of wrestling in the matches is so good that you literally can simulate computer matches and watch it and be entertained because the matches are so realistic and it builds up to finishes and there's reversals and there's logic, there's wrestling psychology. Like you can't go out in the first move and pick them up for a triple powerbomb. Like if you try to powerbomb a guy, he's going to backdrop you. If you try to 
you know, pile drive someone, he's going to backdrop you. If you, you know, if you try to uh, German suplex someone, they're going to reverse it. Like you have to start small and wear your opponent down and then you can move on to the medium moves, you know, body slams and suplex and stuff. Then once you've worn your guy down enough, you can build up to your big moves. And then finally you can hit your finisher. And a lot of times once you hit your finisher, the match is over. Uh, but this one has, has where you can, you can, pickpocket your your opponent's finisher and turn it on him and like the wrestling in this just is so logical it's the closest thing ever to a real professional wrestling match um but this game also has a mode where you can just take moves like you can hold a button to work with your opponent basically and they explain the psychology of that in your the training if you go through the training so, like, you can make the matches good, and it grades your matches, and based on how many bumps you take, you know, if, if, you're, if you win the match, you actually have to lose a little bit. You have to get your butt kicked. You have to bump for the guy, take some of his big moves to get 100%. You know, like, so this, like, is the most realistic wrestling game, just gameplay-wise. But then they have a promoter mode where you start out with a small roster of six guys, and then, like, you have to invite guys from the independents or from other promotions to come work for your show uh, and you can sign new guys as you go through it. And, and it, you build up from basically wrestling in small towns in front of 500 people to wrestling in domes, you know, with 60,000 fans and, and you get to sell merch and all this stuff. Like this is such an in-depth game, but this also has all the, the wrestling blocks for like the G1 tournaments and you know, the, the, the it, it's just so much fun and we haven't even got to the best part yet. <laughs> The best part is that this is basically a big giant sandbox game. They they so when you started, you could just create wrestlers with the preset stuff in the game, but then they added a mode where you can custom build all the parts. So if you want to make Rob Van Dam singlet, you can go through and put all the parts on his singlet, and then you're really wrestling with Rob Van Dam and his singlet. You go through, create the faces, you get all the different angles of the face, and it puts the realistic face. One of the best creations in this game. There's a fucking Homer Simpson. Someone went through and made Homer Simpson. And when he sells, he's making the Homer faces. Ah! Ah! You know, with the tongue hanging out and shit. It's the best thing ever. There's a Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, and he sells, and it's he looks angry. and bad. It's fucking phenomenal. Like, you could create everything, but it's not just wrestlers. Like, I have everything from DC characters to Marvel characters to Mortal Kombat. But then, after you do that, you can go and create moves. And when you do the moves, you can in, you can place each individual body part. And so you can do Mortal Kombat and rip their fucking head off. <laughs> yeah, I think Ron made a mood where you rip a guy's arms off and then beat him with their arms until they die. Yes, yes, I did that. And it's so it's so many downloads. I did not expect that. Uh, right. I also have a super kicking a head off. Yes, yes. I think my most downloaded thing is like the Dusty Rhodes bionic elbows. Or King Kong Bundy splash in the corner. Like this game is fully customizable. You can create your entire wrestling world. Uh, you can create promotions. You can create everything you want. You can choose the style of the wrestling promotion and the wrestlers. This game is so phenomenal, so in depth. Like it never stops being fun because you can always change. You can always grow. You can always start a new promotion. Always start a new fire promoter always do a new tournament and I, I literally have 800 downloaded wrestling characters on this on top of the fact that there was already like 200 wrestlers in the fucking game to begin with like 
but I mean, and then you can create fucking like 2000 wrestling moves. Like it's insane. And like you said, you can do a fully customized ring entrance with ring gear and the, the pyro with their music because you can upload it to games. So you can literally create your own wrestling world. You have the best matches possible. Like there's no game that stands up to this for me. Like it, this it not only is it one of the best, it not only for me is it the best wrestling game ever created, it may be the best rest video game in general ever created because it's it's your own world where you get to create it to be pretty much exactly what you want your game to be, and I love it. Yeah, it, it's definitely the culmination of everything you personally wanted in a wrestling game since I've known you. So yes. <laughs> So it, it it definitely fits that you that you would consider this the best wrestling game ever because it's literally the thing you've been clamoring for and really yeah. really you know uh, how are you gonna like top it you know you've already given us the keys yeah. of the castle and said here you don't like wrestling games make your own well you can with this technology yes. literally the, from scratch the only thing that this game could have could make it any better is if it could be with the graphics that WWE has. Like, that's literally the only thing that could possibly make this game just a tiny bit better is if the graphics looked a little more realistic. Like, this is basically probably Super Nintendo level, like, the way the ring's set up and you move around. But the graphics are better than that, especially with the creator wrestlers. Like, dude, like, there are some of these faces in this game that are just real as fuck. Yeah. Like, I mean... Yeah, the parts you create are so realistic and so good that it makes the graphics better. So like, like that's, but that's it. Like if the only thing for me personally that I'm asking that in a game, like maybe the graphics could be a little bit better. That's not a problem. <laughs> no. And it's certainly achievable given, you know, the games that are out there, but uh, Cole, we got our work cut out for us. Cause uh, to my math, I think we got four matches, right? We have four matches. And then we each, uh, I think there were a couple you gave me and a couple that I gave you along the line. Okay, so we've got eight. I'd like you to probably pick between WWE 13 and 2K16. Okay, well, if that's the case, I'm going to have to go with 2K16 just because, you know, I love Attitude Era mode on 13, but like I said, they perfected the showcase mode and the in-depth uh, detail that they did to Stone Cold's career is why that, that's getting picked for me. Okay, so then I think it all comes down to whether you're you're dead set on WWE Raw or I can have one of the NES games. <laughs> well, NES has to get into this list somehow. Okay, so then for me, I think probably I'm just going to go with the WrestleMania challenge because I think that's everyone's that 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 we'll do that for, you know, in the integrity of the list. <laughs> oh, the show has integrity now. Oh, there. I mean, we're talking video games. There, There's no wrong list. But I'm sure right. someone out there will tell us we're wrong, and we welcome it. But, Cole, it sounds like you have an order and a list, and I'd like to hear it starting with... <gasps> Maybe before that, were there any games you think that we'd like to talk about? <laughs> uh, sure, yeah. I like Legend of Zelda. Um... <laughs> Let's see. Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2 are just phenomenal. Um, okay. No. I mean, we were talking about wrestling games today. Oh, but, are we? You know. 
Okay. Red Dead Redemption is right up there for me with Fire Pro as the, the greatest video game of all time. I know. Jack Black is uh, having a strong petition to get that made into a movie. And uh, I'm, I'm for yeah. it. But no, honorable mentions for wrestling games. I'll, I would have to go with... Uh, I think if I was going to mention any SmackDown versus Raw, it would probably be 09 just because that was the first time that they debuted create a finisher and i i would yes 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 i remember like just coming up with the best animations uh and me and me and your brother would try to outdo each other on just the dumbest fucking moves uh they even had like where you create your own walk and taunts and i have uh i have shed a lot of tears making the dumbest walks and taunts of the wrestlers in those games uh wwf attitude was like the first time where you got to create an entrance and those those games are just absolute trash but you know that's uh that's an N64 classic that doesn't get talked about enough and probably for good reason. Yeah. I mean, let's not talk about the abortions that ECW attempted to do for N64. <laughs> they were just they were just basically copies of uh, WWF attitude but with like Balls Mahoney and Axel Rotten. Yeah. Uh, I I don't even remember what the GameCube game was called, but I was just so fucking mad when it happened the like, for the gamecube games they had wrestlemania 18 wrestlemania 19 and then their yeah. two staples are day of reckoning one and two uh so uh i doubt I, i'm pretty sure you're talking about wrestlemania 18 and or 19 because i heard those games were absolute trash they're they're the worst video game not just wrestling games like it's two of the worst video games i've ever played in my entire life like it was probably the reason that i was just like fuck WWE video games for a while. Like, it, they were so bad that, like, it hurt my feelings. Like, <laughs> Didn't WWE have, like, a Mario Kart type of game at one point? Maybe. Oh, you know what? We, speaking of, you know, arcade games, WWE All-Stars was one I thought we might be talking about today. It almost lots made it. Fun. It almost made yeah, it, but I had to go with an arcade game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, it was lots of fun because it, it was it – was, it was an arcade game, but it also had the silly, over-the-top, ridiculous animation. Like it was like WWE meets NBA Jam. Like that's basically what the game is. It was their and blitz. It's super fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Blitz. Yeah, all that shit. It's super fun. Like I think there's matches where there's like alligators or crocodiles outside the ring and shit. Like it's just like ridiculous, over-the-top stuff, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, if you want to just have dumb fun for a couple hours, button mash and just enjoy. The fact that it's wrestling characters, I highly recommend it. And who but, could forget um, the groundbreaking pandemic classic that was, is, and always will be WWE 2K20, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it was it was it was as virus infected as the as the world. Yes, a game <laughs> a game as broken as Chuck Stingdall. <laughs> oh god damn it. Yeah, that was pretty terrible. So, yeah, I figured we could wrap up talking about some really bad wrestling video games before we get to our final top ten, and now I'm ready. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. We discussed the video games. I'm sure we can talk about more video games. Uh, WDCW Nitro TNA had a game, uh, but uh, we had TNA had three. Oh, gosh, that's three too many. Uh, yeah, I think one of them is a phone phone game, but whatever. Yeah, and there's a bunch of there's a bunch of Game Boy games that we haven't delved, delved into. This could be a top two. We could do a top ten worst wrestling games of all time too. That could be yes. something. But before we get there, let's finish this top ten once and for all. Top ten wrestling video games of all time according to the creative team. Cole, number ten. The WWF WrestleMania Challenge. Nine. 
WWE 2K16. Eight. WWF Royal Rumble. Seven. WrestleMania 2000. Six. WrestleFest, ladies and gentlemen. Five. The Legends of Wrestling. Four. SmackDown, here comes the pain. Three. WCW versus NWO Revenge. Two. Begrudgingly Fire Pro Wrestling. And number one. Number one, ladies and gentlemen, no mercy. I don't think anyone that's our age is going to argue with this list. Um, I wish more people would play Fire Pro so that we can get another Fire Pro game here in the near future uh, on the newest systems so that the um, entrance music works again. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, begrudgingly, you know, I, I would have accepted Fire Pro as number one. You didn't have to make it number one. You didn't have to make No Mercy number one. But it's probably the right move considering our, our audience at home. But right. uh, Colt, we've been uh, we've been discussing nerd stuff uh, for the past three weeks. We've been debating brackets. We've been talking video games. Now it's time to put our creativity hats on. Next week, Cole, from the dark side of the ring to the bright side of our creative brains, we are going to be discussing the one and only one of our favorites, Bam Bam Bigelow. And how are we going to do that? We're going to take it up with creative, ladies and gentlemen, and place Bam Bam Bigelow right dead set in the middle of the Attitude Era. What the fuck could Bam Bam Bigelow contribute to 1997 to wherever the fuck we want to go, ladies and gentlemen? Bam Bam Bigelow is in the middle of the Attitude Era. Cole, I can see on your face that you're excited. Uh, I'm excited too. Um, Absolutely, because I like I remember when you know when we first started wrestling, and you were somewhere in the 400s, I think, at that point. And of course, like everyone, like myself, who was too big to be doing a lot of the stuff that I did, you wanted to do work right and have fun and take bumps and be things. And, uh, you know, I would recommend you watch guys like Yokozuna and Earthquake. But I think Bam Bam was the first one that you weren't insulted by. And so, like, <laughs> uh, which I implore people to go back and watch Yokozuna and Earthquake. They're a lot better than I think they get credit for anyway. But yeah, Bam Bam one is one of those guys that, uh, yeah, he was a heavyweight, but you didn't know it. Like you could tell by looking at him, but the way he, you couldn't tell that he was overweight based on his work rate. You couldn't tell based on his move set. Like you, you couldn't tell when he's taking bumps through the ring with Taz. Like, I mean, it's just absolute incredible shit. Like Bam Bam is one of the absolute best professional wrestlers that's ever lived. And I think if we threw Bam Bam with a top push in the middle of the, like, Let's you know Austin just won the belt. Boom! Let's bring Bam Bam Bigelow back to the fucking mix with some attitude. He's you know Bam Bam always had a little bit of attitude just because the character, but he was still like PG cornball bad at you know attitude. Let's bring Bam Bam back where he can cuss and be a fucking mean prick. Yeah, absolutely. He worked everywhere. Like he went to WCW with the same gimmick and and it still worked. He went to WCW same gimmick. It still worked. I feel like if there wasn't bullshit in the locker room in the WWF side. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow would have thrived uh, in, yeah. in the Attitude Era with WWF. You know, the, the corporation, uh, the, the Kane, you know, can you imagine the one flaming suit against the other flaming suit? Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, uh, Luna's still in the mix with Goldust. You know, get get Luna back from Goldust. My creative brain is going off the charts for this one. I cannot Absolutely. wait to talk about this. Uh, Bam Bam Bigelow in the Attitude Era is a solid miss and uh and uh, uh definitely a look back at look back at what could have been for me and uh i'm excited to talk about it 
Absolutely, me too. And we're excited to have you with us this week. Thanks for listening to the creative team's top 10 wrestling video games of all time. And join us next week where we discuss the create what could have been with Bam Bam Bigelow. So for Ron Kilborn, I am Cole Dawson saying thank you. We love you. And good night. Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Creative Team Pod or just the Creative Team on Facebook. Follow Cole Dawson on Twitter and Instagram at Cole2130. And follow yours truly at Ron underscore Kilborn. We'll see you next week on another episode of The Creative Team.